Greetings, uh, very, very tall people. I'm Shreya. Flint. Kalak. Oma. And I'm your DM, Ethan. Welcome to Ventureforth. Previously, you all had entered the capital city of Oakenspire, finally there to save Oma's friend Xavier, but unfortunately not inhabiting your own bodies. Um, there was a little bit of a body swap on the ship that you had arrived on, and now that you guys got to the capital city, uh, you guys had made a beeline for a temple that had supposedly housed a mage that could swap you back, only to find that she, along with Timmy, who you guys had come on the boat with, was in prison for unknown reasons. Not really having anywhere else to turn, you guys decided to go towards the uh, sort of shutdown portal that Hayfried had told you guys about. And once repairing that, had uh, been able to teleport yourselves back to Hayfried's little uh, temporal void. Um, you guys finally arrived in the void to be greeted by Hayfried. So as you guys look around, um, you guys notice that you guys are actually on one of the floating platforms that sort of rotates around this centralized platform. You look down and you see Hayfried sitting there on the central platform, along with all of these other ones floating around you guys in this endless nothingness. What would you all like to do? Hayfried, your portal works! Yeah, I, I see that. We're, um, all, we're all whole? We made it? I um, mean, well, I guess we're kind of whole. Hayfried, we have a problem. Look what I can do! And I, like, flick my fingers and sparks fly out. Oh, um, that's... Yeah. Well, different than the last time I saw you all. Hey, we, we've come into a bit of a problem. Uh, also, uh, we, we brought some others as well uh, with the same affliction. Hey, um, I'm, I'm Hayfried. I, you guys are new. Let me, give me one second. And he raises his hand up and almost grabbing the platform out of the air, um, seems to be controlling it and brings it down, resting right next to that central platform. And you guys are able to uh, have a little bit more space to walk That's on. So cool. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, we encountered a, some kind of island. I'm stepping across this this thing. and I'm still kind of nervous about it from the last time when the stone didn't form under my feet. Uh, and uh, we, uh, I don't know, we, we were on a ship and we sailed right by it. And then the next thing we knew, uh, I had wings. Um, unfortunate. Truly. Have you heard of such a thing happening to people? Uh, no, honestly. Um, well, I've heard of people being able to possess other people, obviously. Um, with Don't our know what you mean. example of uh, a small friend here. Yeah. Um, uh, but you said it just happened. Usually there's a ritual or something that goes with it. Is the just happened? Yeah, it just happened. Yeah, definitely no ritual, right? Trya? Yeah, we were uh, we were telling this ghost story, and uh, all of a sudden it's like the the ghost story was suddenly real. Well, not in that way, but the, yeah, it, it had happened very unexpectedly. My feathers have fully started to fill up. What do you mean, ghost story, Trya? Well, we were just. And I look around and I realize we haven't 
I haven't even, I'm accidentally telling something that hasn't even been told yet. Uh, well, uh, and I look back at Flynn, uh, it was Timmy. Tim, Timmy was, yeah, Timmy told us a story about, about the island, and so we were just talking about it. And yeah, yeah, I just got excited while he was telling it. Okay, hold yeah. on, hold on, everybody stop. Are you saying you did something, and you talked about something, and then we woke up in another body, and you didn't say anything before now? We were just talking about it. What do you... So what did you say? We would, I mean, I don't even remember. It was like a while, but back it was just weird timmy was telling us about how there was like crazy stuff on the island and and you know i don't, I don't even we you know we were, we were just getting excited and we well uh, you know how it is to, to play with younger thi- people's creatures heads when they're quite uh unsure and it's they're easy targets and we were i don't know what the word that you used to describe it teasing them teasing him a little bit and it just got a little bit out of hand what did you say? Don't we were trying to, I don't know, we were trying to spook him. I mean, him. yeah, nothing. No, but I get that you were trying to spook him. Was okay. there anything that some entity might have conceived of as a ritual? Yeah, he told us about the island, and then we were just poking fun at him, and we we're just like, oh, island, island. Uh, um, we did like a thing, and it, I, I don't think we either of us meant for any of this to actually You happen. called for the island? Not seriously. Hey, Free, what do you need? Oh, uh, what do I need? Yeah, I don't want to, um... Can you get us out of this bind, Hey, Free? Do you uh, know of any magics? I, I... And uh, you see, he, at this point, he is sitting down, and he sort of struggles to stand up. Um, and as he sort of walks over to you guys, he, he takes one of the tables that's on this platform and sort of leans himself up on it. And you see at this point, he seems a little bit thinner. His eyes are sort of sunken back a little bit. And uh, he says, well, um, the issue is I just sort of took a two-day nap after what we previously did. I even, if I was in my prime, I might be able to snap my fingers and bring you all back. Um, but the last thing sort of took a lot out of me, especially because it was um, sort of like uh, ripping an arm off. Um, this would be, obviously, you're all a little bit more willing, but um, the other one wasn't as willing, so it took a lot out of me. That's uh, unfortunate news. Um, of course, understandable. Uh, I, I feel out of my Can we do anything this. to help you? I think I just have to rest. I've already taken um, a couple of potions to get myself back, but uh, it's it's sort of, at this point, it's up to nature, you know? There's only so much that uh, a, a depleted soul can take. Right. Hmm. What do you recommend? I can give you some references, I mean. Well, hopefully it's not uh, Zeta... Malakas, because she's in prison. So, do you know oh. of anyone not incarcerated? Um, I would say, um, mostly, probably, I mean, you'd have the best chance either going to, um, some sort of, uh, school for magic or, um, some sort of temple, some sort of religious site. Um, that, that would probably give you the, the best chance of finding someone who 
has the abilities to, to do this, the highest levels of magic. Well, would this you know, teleport thing take us to a school that could fix this? We already tried uh, two other temples in Oakenspire. Which temples? Um, Zachriel, Latiel. Zachriel, Latiel. I don't know. I mean, I don't think that would... Give me... Can you give me one moment? And he uh, reaches his hand up, pulls down another platform, and you can see this one is um, just lined with bookshelves um, and books piled high onto tables. And he walks over, grabs a couple of books, sort of flips through, and uh, he says, "Um, I would think if, if it was me, I would probably go to a temple of... While he's, like, looking through the book, could I... Is it far away, this platform, or is it kind of close? I want to try and get to the platform and look through some of the books It's all attached, so you would definitely be able to walk over with him, and he's not going to stop. Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah, I'd love to just go over there and just kind of, like, look for... I don't know, like, I'll look at all the books and see if I can find anything about spells and magic and things like that while he's looking through as well. Um, And he says... I'm probably uh, Temple of Emriel. Um, if I'm sending you back to Oakenspire, um, I would assume new gods. Um, Emriel uh, would probably be your best Amriel. bet. Um, but you'd have to find someone who who jumped the old god ship pretty early. You would have to find someone who's been studying and practicing for 30 years. Well connected with the new gods. Yeah, I'd say so. Right. Is there any place where we could possibly find uh, this person inconspicuously? I would imagine a ritual like this might draw attention to itself. And as I look around at uh, other party members, we are trying to still stay pretty inconspicuous, right? That's the goal. I would assume that that would be up to anyone at the temple um, and how you ask them. If discretion is your goal, I wouldn't, you know, be coming out with, you know, everything all at once. I might just introduce the idea and then um, see what they'd be able to do for you. Do you have a recommendation of what we should ask for? I don't even really know what we're looking for here. Oh, you'd be looking for a mage who obviously has the, the magical capabilities to transfer three... So are your friends back there, are they also... They're also swapped. Shit. Um, Transfer five souls simultaneously. It's a little bit easier because they're willing um, and you guys are going to be able to to make the jump without resisting. Um, But, boy, I'd say... I'd say your best guess is to just ask if there's, there's someone who... I'd ask how long they've been studying the magics of, of their god of Amriel. Um, and if you get someone who's, boy, baseline, I'd say over 25 years, I'd say that's a good place to start. <sighs> yeah. All right. Sure. Um, does anyone need anything from Marstock before we head back out? No. Um, I'm going to approach uh, Hayfried closer and sort of um, just like bow my head and, and, and speak softly if we're to find this person this caster that has this kind of prowess with you know the switching of souls 
might there be some other solution for our uh, animal friend? Some... Uh, would they potentially be a lead on some tool? You know, the, the pieces you were missing before to help Flynn with his problem? I'd say that's a definite possibility. Um, I'd say possibly. There's There's also, um, you know, moral ramifications that come with dealing with some sort of dark entity as as corrupted as any points over to the the hulking mass of sheep and (gasps) tiefling flesh that is still held within the cage. Um, It's... I mean, difficult to find someone who's even willing to um, consider working with something as fucked up as that. Right. Just need people as depraved as us. I poke my head out from one of the bookshelves. Did you say my name? No. Oh. Okay. I pop back and keep looking at books. Well, I don't know. Somehow that thing was put in a, a crystal at some point. Uh, I can't help but wonder if we can't put it back. Hope beyond hope. I think the first thing you would need to do is get a crystal. I mean, I've heard of things like that, and uh, you just need the components, really, and someone willing to do it. I might be able to, given enough time, but, again, components needed. Yeah, and you, you need to load up on some hearty wheats. You know. I'd say so. Yeah. Get some rest. Alright. Flynn. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have you make an investigation check for me. At disadvantage. At disadvantage, yeah. Um what what did you say it was again? Investigation. Investigation, yeah. Uh oh. Uh that is a ten total. A ten in total. Um a ten. Right down the middle. Yeah. So you're looking through these books. Yeah. And you're pulling some off of the shelves. And at first you get a little bit too excited and reach for some <laughs> of the like the bigger books, like the heavy duty books that you almost need to use yeah. two hands to go up and grab. <laughs> and after flipping through a couple pages, you immediately realize this is not this is not gonna be doing anything for you. Um, but then uh, you start looking through some of the smaller books, and as you're reading through, you can sort of begin to to pick out a couple of symbols, maybe. You might know what they are, but you're not 100% positive, um, and you don't have, like, a full a full set. You think, okay, that sort of looks like what I've seen before. Maybe that does off in the corner, but um, nothing definitive. Um, do, when, uh, could I take this book? Does it have any, um, like, a title or, like, inscription of, like, what it is for like um is it a certain school of magic or is it a spell book like can i look on the cover yeah um on the cover let's see i'm gonna have you make an arcana check for oh okay because on the front it is it's like a um uh, uh bound book okay. that the cover is like this faded um navy blue mm. so it's this dark blue but it's mm. also sort of faded a little bit over the years you can see the corners are weathered cool. and it's got this symbol in the middle so oh, I'm rolling okay. to see what that symbol is uh, disadvantage um, still a 16 16 yeah. 
um, you would recognize this as um, the symbol, the generally accepted symbol for the School of Abjuration magic. Oh, no way. Um, yeah. Oh, sweet. And I look at my wrist. <laughs> yeah, it kind of matches. I wonder if Avery <laughs> will let me take this. Put it under my arm and walk over uh, to... Kelly? Trya, Kellogg, Trya, and Hayfried. Are they still talking or are they just finishing? Just wrapping up our convo? Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, Hayfried. Yeah. Um, can I have this? Can I see it? Yeah. He takes it, flips through a couple pages. It, see, it matches this, um, tattoo that I have and. Maybe it'll help me learn while I'm away. I I don't see the harm. Um, <laughs> oh wait, can you promise me something? Um, uh, maybe. Um, just like for your own safety and the safety of everyone present. Just like the last five pages. I just stay out of the last five pages. You got it. Okay. For sure. I narrow my bird eyes at four. <laughs> okay, thanks, bye. And I grab the book and head back. Okay. All right. Is there anything else that you guys would like to do as you're uh, floating around the darkness? I'm just going to look over to uh, uh, Captain McCready and Prala and just see if they're... <laughs> how they're doing with all this stimulation. Make an insight check. <laughs> Um, that is uh, 15. 15. Um, they have just, they are so entranced by what's happening all around them. They are, their eyes are dotting from platform to platform. They are just taking in, in awe of all of this stuff around them. Um, you can tell, like, for majority of their lives, they've just been simple merchants and sailors. So seeing something to this degree is a little bit shocking to them. But still sort of holding on. Okay. That works. Um, I'll put my book, I'll like pull my bag out and put my, go to like put the book in the bag and realize that I have like a pointy sword and dagger made of glass and I'd like to pull one out. Oh. Hey, Freed. Yeah. You know what this is? Give me a couple minutes and I can find out. Yeah. All right. Here's a sword, too. Oh, nice. The matching set. <laughs> um, yeah, so he sort of takes them over. He brings down another one of his platforms. You can see a sort of a, a central, um, a sort of like a, a central pillar in the middle. And he goes and he lays both of the items down flat. Um, and you can see as he begins to close his eyes and sort of go into this trance, you can see a almost semi-transparent bubble of blue energy encapsulate the entire platform and it's sort of like shimmering a little bit and it's somewhat transparent so you can still see inside and you can see what he's doing but it's almost like this this blue force field around it and um as he does he's he's standing there and he he just takes a couple minutes um and he comes back out with both of the items nice um well, obviously, um, these are just 
very well-crafted items. Um, probably gonna be a little bit more lethal than your standard steel. Um, they have a, a little bit of a magical quality to them, um, so anything you, you attack with this is, is, there's gonna be some sort of magical transference there. Um, uh, but as for the origins of this thing, um, let me see. Um, so the origins of, of these, uh, items, um, so originated in the Underdark, um, drow make, it looks like, um, and you can see sort of by some of the inscriptions on the handles here and some, uh, just the way that it was crafted, um, is, uh, looks like it's a part of some sort of militia or offshoot of, um, the United Coalition of Kangxi. Um, which is uh, it's a couple of the, the major governments of the Underdark have sort of banded together, and this is seems to be their standard weapon uh, down there. Am I privy to this conversation? Uh, anyone who wants to listen to this conversation is, is open to it. United Coalition of Kang- Kangxi. 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 Uh, K-A-N-G-S-H-I, all one word. Have I ever heard of that? I'm going to have you make a history check for me. And then um, while he's talking, the, the, there's a dagger and there's a sword, do, um, just so I know. What type, type of sword is it? Is it like a long sword? Is it a short sword similar to my weapon? Um, it is a short sword. Oh, cool. And um, hmm. weight-wise, a little bit lighter than yours. Um, it feels like the, the material that it's made of is, is slightly uh, lighter. So it's it's uh, just a plus one. There's not like a bonus damage or anything. It's just plus one? It is from, plus one. His... It is a plus one magical weapon. Yeah. So anything you attack hmm. with this, it is a yeah. magical attack. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that's a 16 total. A 16. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So with a 16, um, you would know that the United Coalition of Kangxi is, uh, it is mostly consistent of drow um, settlements. And um, quite a few years ago, totally out of the blue, um, sort of unexpected culture uh, shift was a lot of these smaller tribes and factions of the drow began to work together. No one really knows why, um, but they all came together. And then even more sort of mind-blowing to people who have heard of it um, is they started bringing in other races from the Underdark, Mm. which the drow of the Underdark are known to be very secluded um, and they don't cooperate well with others. So they brought in factions of Durgar, who are the dwarves of the Underdark. Um, and they started bringing in some of the other races, which is unprecedented. Um, you're not exactly sure exactly where they stand right now, but that was sort of a, a major point that you heard of. Um, just that all of these these different tribes are coming together to form one larger coalition. Okay. Hey, Freight, that wouldn't happen to be uh, signified by uh, a symbol of two crowns, would you know? Um, two crowns, uh, let me see. You can see he's sort of thinking about it for a little bit. Um, I don't think that's necessarily, I think it's the symbol of sort of the royal family who is the head of it. I'm not 100% sure about that. 
Right. But it's some sort of royal status symbol. Um, it doesn't, I know it doesn't encompass the entire thing, but I'm pretty sure it's the royal symbol. Okay. Oh, speaking of symbols, um, we were on a ship and we had uh, looked around and we saw a symbol like an infinity symbol. Do you know maybe who that would be for? That I don't know. Okay. Why don't you know everything, Hayfried? Come on. I'm sorry. Yeah. I can only do so much. How many dragons do you need to trap in a cage before you, you've learned all the secrets of the world? Uh, and in the mention of that, I'd take a look up at the cage. Let's look at it for a little bit. While all okay. of this is happening, I'm mm-hmm. just like sitting crisscross on the ground with my legs crossed and my shoulders slumped, just <laughs> staring at everyone talking. You're you're still taller than Flynn sitting down. <laughs> hey now. Still? <laughs> Not quite. Even slumped? Not quite, but still. But it's a, it's gonna be a different experience than you're used to sitting cross legged on the ground. <laughs> I, I've been looking around uh, and at the, some of the floating platforms and uh, uh, at potential ones that that look uh, the, the ones that are close by. Uh, are there are there any distinguishing uh, besides the one with the dragon? Because that one kind of freaks me out a little bit. But uh, what are the what what are the closest ones to us look like? Um, looking around, you can see uh, the one that's immediately close to you. Uh, you recognize as. Uh, it's got wardrobes and stuff on it. What Hayfried went over to put on the the cloak and where you initially saw his red wolf um, sort of uh, cloak and, and outfit. Um, and then uh, looking around, you see off in the corner, you see one that looks like it's got some brewing components. You see a bunch of glass vials on tables. Um, and then just floating off to your left and moving around, you see again the um, the platform with what looks like people and creatures who have been petrified who are trapped in stone uh is the one with the creatures and things trapped in stone are they are they like visible from the edges of it like how, how can I tell that the they're like how can I tell that they're beings in the stones versus their actual stones are they, are they like statues um they look like statues but um you overheard last time when the the question was brought up you overheard that they're actually petrified people and Hayfried just doesn't have the um, current ability to reverse the petrification as I I've, so I've been fascinated I've just been fascinated with those statues the entire time basically just like trying to get a better view of them okay Alec, why do your knees feel weird they're kind of sore yeah and they don't bend so well no <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to tell you, Alma. It's, it's the way of life. You, you get older. What do you mean? When you get older, your knees don't work as well. Like nobody's knees work well? Most people. It varies, you know. Uh, hey, Fred, do your knees work? Not at the moment. Oh my gosh, are my knees going to stop working? Well, you're quite an athletic uh, child. If you look over a trial there... Uh, you never know. It could get better. Uh, rather, I, I I did a lot of labor as a young lad, but I, I wasn't quite the climber you are, so it's possible you'll do better. I just look at my arm, and I look at my knees, <laughs> and I look at my whole body. Why are you not just in a hospital your whole life? You're just falling apart. Well, I've been putting other people back together. 
You need help. I just am flummoxed and I ruffle my feathers. <laughs> uh, could I woke up to Hatefried, uh, Hatefried again while they're having this little <laughs> little back and forth. Hey, um, so this book, um, I feel like it's a little, I don't know, I just don't understand a lot of what's, I mean, I get this, the symbol is what's on my arm, but I think that I, I just don't know how to translate it. Like, what should I do with, should I just read it and try and understand? Like, what well, do you suggest? Most of these books, um, I've taken the time to put into my own little, my own language, pretty much. Something that pretty much only I can read. Um, whenever you have time, I can start teaching you, if you'd like. How long does it take? Do we have time now? Probably not, depending on... I mean, I'm not in a different body. Can I just stay here and teach me? Yeah, sure. That's fine with me, then. Uh, If you... uh, As long as you keep safe. No. You can't do that. There'll be more time. Yeah. I mean, now that you've got the portal all set up, you can pretty much pop back and forth anytime you want. Um, Can we... It would also be nice to have you with us because we're all in different bodies, so it's kind of nice to have at least one person in the right body. So You're that the if- only person here that knows how to use their knees. Actually, you know, now that I think about it, my knees are kind of hurting a little too. Your knees hurt too? <laughs> yeah. But, but, but how old are you? <laughs> I'm only like 22. So- God, that's so soon! I don't have any time! I've yeah. got a potion that might be able to help with that. If you're, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think I passed the point of no return with my knees. <laughs> yeah. See, eventually, it just you just there's no hope. Oh my gosh, this is such bad news. Do you think March had hurt knees? Oh, probably. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. she was so strong. I bet her knees didn't hurt at all. Well, sometimes strength is about you know pushing through the pain in your knees. Yeah, you'll learn about that anyway. <laughs> I guess I'll go with you guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> um, so, like, should, while I'm out there, should I just read it? Like, should I just try and understand it? Is that what I should do? I, I'd say so. Uh, okay. Pick up as much of it as you can. Okay. Um, I think that's a good place to start because um, it sort of, the determination that you put into it right. and the amount that you want to, to learn it will uh, affect the outcome moving forward. You got it. Amazing. All right. I haven't taught um, anyone anything in a while. Fun. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, okay, well, I'm ready to go. Uh, do you guys need anything? Yeah, someone's gonna have to help me up. I got it. <laughs> Attempt to help. All right. Oh, like, uh, <laughs> oh God, ow, that's my head. Ow. Oh, my God. Just have some dignity. God, like, we really do need to fix your body. So you embarrassing. Around? You don't have to just... Carry yourself. This is so sad. Um, (laughs) Before you all go, um, I think I should uh, help you all out just a little bit. Um, There's actually a couple of things. Um, First off, give me give me one moment. And he pulls down another platform, and you can see um, on this platform there are um, like it's almost like a miniature forest growing on this platform. Um, It looks like uh, kind of like a greenhouse, sort of magically contained onto this platform. And he walks over and he sort of rummages through some things and he walks back out and he's got two things in his hands. Um, in one of his hands, you can see he's got this large root. Um, looks like it's still got dirt on it. It looks like he just pulled it out of the ground. Um, 
and it's sort of like this this um, beige long root um, and in his other hand he has a, a little shard of metal um, and it's it's just it looks like it may have been broken off of something else but it's it's this little shard of metal um, and he walks up and he sort of puts his hands out with both of them who's taking them I mean, I'll, I'm helping you get up right now, but I don't know if he does this once we're all set, but I'll go over and take a look. A root and a metal? Uh, I'll take the metal. I'll pick up the root, I guess. Okay. Um, Flynn, you pick up the root. It's yeah. uh, heavy, kind of heavy, but okay. it seems normal. Um, the shard of metal that you grab, you look at it, and it seems that... It's definitely metal. Like you're holding onto a, a cold piece of metal, but you can see these tiny little portions of it seem to apparate into like fog and then rematerialize. And another bit of it sort of disintegrates into fog and then rematerializes. And you can hold onto it, it's a solid object, but these tiny little pieces seem to just wisp away for a moment and then solidify once more. Oh, that, that's cool. I kind of want that one. Well, you got your roots there. Man, but this is a stupid root. You want to trade? Oh my gosh, what did you do? <laughs> look at the root. Um, well, okay, so the root, um, it, I, you guys are going to a temple of Amriel, and they're all about nature and, and all of these things. Um, and uh, so they're also sort of trippy. Um, they get into trances, and, and I wouldn't smell that too closely. Yeah, it stinks. But, um, uh, they they make it into uh, tea and then they pretty much induce a trance and it, it helps them with their abilities. Um, the uh, the shard of metal um, it uh, that'll help sort of with the, the transfer I assume that's what I would use. Um, it sort of elevates the souls out of the body and doesn't totally make it relied on the strain of the person. So the root is a gift. The shard helps switch your bodies back. It's a tool. I would, I would think that if they would like to use the root for whatever purposes, it, okay. it mostly helps them just get into a, oh, okay. a higher state of being. Powers them up. <laughs> yeah. You know, we really should never go somewhere empty-handed. So thank you. You're welcome. Hey, hey Freed. Uh, and I'm looking over at the... <laughs> this time, uh, yeah. I've been kind of paying attention to what's been going on, but I've also been still looking at these... These statues. Uh, how sensitive are the uh, statues over there? Shreya? How sensitive are they to being acted on by uh, other forces? Shreya. Shreya, don't you lay a finger on those statues. Depends what forces. Uh, and uh, I just flick my fingers ever so slightly. <laughs> I kind of want to uh, do something to one of them. Oh. Shreya, are you gonna use my powers to hurt something? I, I, I was, I didn't hit the thing in the thing, and I, I was curious about. I really just wanted to do something well. I've been thinking and and being aware of these different, and I, my, my eyes roll back, and I like sort of do a little like sway with my body. Uh, I just want to try something. I, I hope that if those statues aren't super sensitive, uh, maybe I could, maybe I could try to channel something just really quickly before we leave. Why Trya? don't you just try to throw it at me? 
I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to. I look over to my former self and then, and then back. I wouldn't want to do anything harmful to either any of, and I look back, us? Uh, well, aren't those statues just like us? Well, it depends on how, s- I look over at Hayfried. Sensitive they are to. And as you look at Hayfried, you can see he's got his arm raised as he is bringing down a separate platform and attaching it to the main platform. And you can see on it three what looks like target dummies. Um, One of them has its shoulder completely singed off. Um, Another one still has like part of its torso encased in ice. Um, But it's got a couple of target dummies on there. Does one of of them look uh, more taunting than another? Yeah, one of them, it seems that he has drawn like like angry eyebrows on one of them <laughs> with ink. Yeah. All right, you're, you're, you're going down. And uh, I uh, see it's a little awkward at first, but I shift my weight from side to side to side. And uh, I like rear back and uh, put my hands close to each other. Rear back and then uh, throw a chaos bolt at, at one of the one with the angry eyes. That's a spell, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a spell. Um, and as soon as you cast it, the um, sort of the poles that are keeping it in the ground begin to shift and move and sort of zigzag back and forth. <laughs> so I'm gonna have you make a attack roll. All right. Let me just see. Okay. Uh. Eighteen, an eighteen. Okay, you hit. Uh, roll your damage. Yes. Uh, what is chaos? <laughs> what is the damage of chaos? You need um, d8s. Ah. Two d8s. Uh, so that's ten. And then one of the numbers from the d8 des- determines on a scale which. Oh. What it is. Uh-huh. So open up the. <laughs> that's chaos. <laughs> oh my! Oh my yeah, goodness! Fun. This like putrid. Uh, Un- I, uh, and you see my face sort of contort and be grossed out a little bit. Oh, that was not as enjoyable as I thought it would be as this uh, putrid haze bursts out over the dummy and it takes uh, 12 points of poison damage. Ew. Um, okay. Uh, if a inanimate dummy could be poisoned, it would be poisoned right now. <laughs> um, but you, you did make contact with it. I'm going to have you make a... Uh, Wild magic surge roll. What number is this? Still at one, but it's going to be at disadvantage. Oh. <laughs> As You're I fine. feel this, like, it's at the tiniest little sparks of something boiling up. There's that thing again. Ugh. 16, 18. Totally fine. Okay. You're good. <laughs> Some of these things inside you are very disconcerting. What do you mean? They're not always... You seem to be having so much fun when you do these things, and other times they're just off-putting and strange. Um, okay, I mean, it feels fine to me. Maybe it's because you're not used to it? I would say probably. Or maybe it's just, maybe it's just that particular way I did that. Ugh, felt gross. Sometimes. I know we have to get going, but I I gotta, I mean, they're target dummies. I gotta try a few things, right? Can I? Do I have time? Surely. Please. Can we 
please? Xavier is rotten in a cell. Is this, are we not considering that in, in our He's calculation right. here? He's like really quick. He's right. You're in your own body, Flynn. You have all the time you need. This is always here. He's right. I run up to one of them. <laughs> and I just, okay. I, I, wanna, <laughs> uh, I just want to like, as I'm running, I want to try and um, like just from practicing and reading, I want to try and uh, just do things quicker. <laughs> like I'm trying, I want to try and access the magic faster and I am a little bit tired, but um, I just want to, instead of tapping three times and swiping, I just want to try and make a quicker movement. So um, normally when I do the booming blade, I have to tap three times. I just want to try and tap once on my sword and, and attack really quick. Okay. So I'm going to try and do that. I don't know if I need to do a roll or anything. but um, Yeah, I'm going to have you make a... How do you make an arcana check? Um, you said arca- arcana. Okay. An arcana check. And uh, that is going to be at disadvantage yep. because you're exhausted. Yep. And I have a decent... Okay. Um, that's not bad. Uh, 12. Uh, 12. You tap it once. The effect does not... You can see it just <sighs> starting, but you might have just tapped in the wrong spot. It might have been too quick and unconcentrated, but it just doesn't happen. Um, hey, Flynn. I come down. Hey, and hit Flynn. The, hit the yeah. Remember what happened last time you practiced on your own? Yeah, but you guys are here now. Yeah, but I think it's time to go. You're still pretty tired. Fine. Without looking, I try and poke the head of the target dummy while I'm looking at you. <laughs> and it goes straight through. Let's go. And I leave it, walk over, summon it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super cool. Not like we haven't seen that one before. <laughs> very impressed, Flynn. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Let's go. All right. And uh, Freed takes you guys back over to the teleportation platform. Um, and as you guys are stepping on, he says... And since you all are attempting a prison break, I'm going to search through my contacts in the city and see if I can send you anything helpful your way. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. I'm so glad we met you. You're my best friend. Well, that's a lot to hold on to. Okay, I'm going to send you back through. Hey, Fred, uh, before we do, just please uh, do let us know if you ever need anything. You've been such a help to us. Now just the excitement's fun and doing something good. I'm here for you. All right. And uh, as he waves his hands in a few motions, uh, you guys all feel your vision start to get blurry. And then all of a sudden you snap back into focus. Ah! Right Ah! back in the spot that you guys had teleported here from. Bye, Hayfried. Oh, Oh, he's gone. (sighs) I look around again. I'm trying to remember where we were like in like the basement of of this cottage. cottage. It was like a little tiny shed that had a secret basement. Yeah. Well... What do we do now? Now we go to the Temple of Amriel and we look for someone with 25 plus years of experience that wants this stinky root. Don't smell it. Can I smell it? No. Yeah. I hold it over. Oh, actually, I kind of like that a little bit. I'm going to have wanna... both of you make. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no way. I did not think about that. I'm going to have both of you make constitution saving throws. Uh, okay. <laughs> this, I think, is regular because it's just ability checks. Yes. But. Okay, Constitution. Mm-hmm. Imagine Flynn rolling a regular roll. <laughs> All right, it's crazy. <laughs> um, Constitution is a seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. Oh wow! Uh, Twenty-four. Oh, Twenty-four. Geez. Okay. Um, both of you sort of feel yourselves getting a little bit lightheaded for a uh, moment, and then you're able to snap back into it. You feel that? Was it enjoyable, lightheaded? <laughs> For Shreya, yeah, probably. Ugh. Uh, 
my eyes like get really big and I my hands kind of reach forward. I, I kind of want to snatch your hand. Oh! Yeah, I felt kind of weird. I felt empowering. We gotta go. Okay, okay, okay. Shia, just so you know, we're going to the temple of the people that want to replace Eldoria. Oh. That's their root that you're sniffing on there. Oh. So, keep it all in perspective, right? I don't know how I feel about that. It's, it's intriguing. And yet, you know, you remind me of that. I did off-putting as well. Uh, and I back away. I back away from the root, but at the same time, my eye still rests on it. <laughs> I see that, and I put it back in my back. <laughs> Anybody have any ideas where we could find Amriel, Captain? That temple that we saw in the um, that park that we passed by earlier. Park I believe of that peace was, or, or whatever. Yeah, Park of Eternal Peace. That's right. Oh. I believe that was. Uh, I believe that was their temple. Cool. I guess let's go back there then. That sounds good. Yeah, I guess I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay. Um, so you guys exit the little shed um, that you guys uh, found yourselves in. And as you guys leave, you close the door behind you. And very similar to after you guys had sent in the spiders, you can hear some clicking inside the shed as if everything is resetting. Um and all the levers and, and mechanisms within it. You remember reset. what you did, right? Yeah, definitely. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <sighs> That's not going to come back to budget. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, um, you guys walk through the city. Um, it is getting to be evening at this point. Um, you can see that the sun has just gone down over the horizon. Um, and everything is just sort of starting to get dark, but there's still a little bit of that glow in the sky um, from when the sun is set, but it's it's not quite dark yet. So um, as you guys are, are weaving through the city, I who's leading you guys through the city? Me. I'm going to have you make a survival check. <laughs> would uh, would the captain, or was it the captain that said that they have an idea of where to go? We, we passed it before. Oh, so we did? We, okay. we would all have some idea. 12. So you guys uh, eventually make your way back just because it is a little bit darker. Um, you're not recognizing as many of the streets that you had passed before, but eventually you do get to this park as it is massive. And if you're just walking through the city, it'd be hard not to stumble across it at some point. Um, but you guys get to the park. And once again, you see just an oasis of green and plant life. Um, you see a couple trees. You see it's mostly um, like grass and, and an open field. Um, but you see trees every once in a while, park benches. Um, but right in the middle, you see a stone temple with um, uh, some vines just starting to grow near the base. And as you guys are walking through the park, how are you guys attempting to approach this temple? Just knock on the door. Yeah? How late uh, is it? I'd say it's probably about 6.30 in the evening. Um, Kelly, are these places open this late? Um, the Temple of Femir is open at all hours. Uh, I don't know how Amriel handles her followers. And it seems, I'm not really sure, but it is, is Amriel, like, nature-based? Yeah. Okay. I, it's, uh, the, the, the most, um, 
superficial uh, observation I could make is that Eldoria was more about uh, uh, wild overgrowth, and Amriel is more about uh, delicate control of nature, you know. Well, yeah, I guess he is now I can see. Does the temple appear particularly open or closed? I don't know what would distinguish that, but... Um, as you're looking at the temple, you can see that it is stone except for the doors and the windows. You can see a couple of windows, perhaps a second story, but a, a little bit higher. Um, and everything is closed. All of the windows have um, their their wooden boards shut, as well as the front door um, completely shut. There is no glass windows or anything you cannot see inside at the moment. I'll go up and knock. Okay. You knock. No one comes to answer. Is it open? You try the handle, and it swings open. It, it slowly sort of inches open, and you immediately see, as you're sort of poking your head in, you see creatures, beings. You can't quite tell exactly what's going on in there, but you, just from a, a small look, you see what appears to be a bunch of humanoids, probably. Are you going in any further? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll okay. go in. I mean, me and Olva will go in. All right. Um, so you open the door a little bit more, and you can look in um, all the way, and you see in concentric circles just people. Um, humans, dwarves, there are a couple of half-elves that you spot in sitting in concentric circles around a, a central... Um, figure in the middle. The central figure seems to be a dwarven woman in these uh, long robes and probably close to 400 people in here sitting in very tightly packed circles around her. Is it like an amphitheater or is it just a flat floor? It is floor? just a flat floor. Okay. And as you look in further, you actually, um, Kellick would see something that you had seen a little preview of before, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but you can see this dwarven woman standing in the middle with her arms outstretched and from the palms of her hands what look like these little spores coming out and floating out amongst the crowd and sort of providing a gentle haze or a fog over the entire crowd who seems to all be moving and swaying back and forth in this unified trance. Uh, are they chanting something? I recall them chanting the last time I saw this. this you do hear um, a, a very low, not quite a whisper, but like um, like a very deep, almost a hum. But you can sort of pick out some syllables in there. Um, that is a chant. Yeah. Okay. And is it in Dwarvish, or can I make out what language it is? You can't even make out what language it is. It's it's so low and drawn out. It could be any language. Okay. Is there a root somewhere? <laughs> can I can we see? Uh, make a perception check for me. Okay. Oh, 14. 14, you see no root. Okay. No. I think we should just wait until this is over, maybe, and then try to talk to the person in the center. That seems to be the most respectful uh, way to handle this. Okay, so we just sit here and just wait quietly. I just cross my palms in front of me and bow my head. Okay, I just sit. I'm gonna, oh. <laughs> I'm gonna nudge uh, Flynn as we're still like just, I guess, just outside, uh, like with my elbow, and say, "Well, should we? 
I guess we should go in there and see what all this is about. Yep. Let's go. All right. Will you, will you hold my hand? Yeah. She kind of just shakes as I like look up above as we enter the the space. Psst, psst, over here. Yeah. Over here. What? Come here, sit. I want to see what the spores do. Come here and sit down. I let go of Flynn's hand and uh, I go to the very like edge of the, my back's going to go up against the wall as I process everything that's going on around. Okay. Um, and Flynn Shry, as you guys enter, you notice the same spores coming out of her hands. Everyone's in a trance. Um, and you look around and you notice just this is a giant cathedral. This place, there is no second story from what you saw outside. It's just one giant room. Um, as we're leaned up against the wall, does it seem like these people chanting are happy? Make an insight check for me. All right. Uh, insight. <laughs> really, really good. Uh, 19 and a 20 for disadvantage. Um, so that is a uh, 21. Wow. Yeah. Um, the most neutral you can be like exceedingly neutral no emotion going on whatsoever from anyone not even a, a twitch on a face neutral does the lady seem happy the the you said a dwarven lady yeah dwarven woman in the does center. she seem happy and she seems the exact same neutral completely neutral okay yeah i'll, I'll lean up against the wall it's something to behold, isn't it? Yeah, I don't really know what to make of it. it I kind of want to go check it out, but it doesn't seem... I don't want to interrupt, but... About how far are we from her? Um, You guys are probably 50 feet away from her, but closer to maybe... Uh, almost 10 feet from the outermost circle of uh, people. And how, f how far away from me are the spores? The spores are forming a perfect blanket over everyone who's sitting in the circles, um, not extending to you guys, though. Guys, I really want to check out the spores. Like, I really want to. I mean, like, how, and it's a temple in the city. How bad could it be? <laughs> Pretty bad for them. But, uh, I'm I think we should just wait. Okay, we'll give it some time and see if it just ends pretty soon. There um, are a couple of open spots in this outermost circle. Every other circle inward is perfectly tightly packed, but this outermost circle does have a couple of like open spots. four spots? It's got, it's, looking around, you see nine spots. Perhaps just not enough people to fill out right, the right. entire outer circle. Well, let's give it a minute, see if it stops, and if it doesn't, I'll go check it out. Okay. I'll sit down for a little bit, and I'll pull out my, um, my new book. Okay. Um, as you're studying your new book, what's, what's your time limit tolerance going to be here before you actually start? Um, I'd probably give it... I mean, we could... I mean, we could do a short rest if you want. Just, like, sit here for an hour? Sure. Or sure. is that too I mean, long? I, I'm, I was just going to wait until it was done. Yeah, I mean, I'll probably wait for ten minutes. <laughs> if I doze off, I doze off, like, against the wall. Okay. I mean... I'm down to wait it out. This is like the next step we need to do. So, yeah, so we'll, there's I nowhere mean, else to go. <laughs> we're not trying to interrupt this thing. Also, before we do the the, the wait, uh, I 
My head is quivering a little bit and I put my hands on the wall behind me, but I peer into the center of the circle and uh, using the like energy from the chaos bolt I fired a, a while ago as a kind of card key, I suppose, I look in and I, I'm trying to glean what kind of magic this could possibly be. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm going to have you make an arcana check for me. All right. That's a, that's a two. <laughs> that's a two. You're not sure. Um, you do see that it's like not... The, the spores themselves are not a direct magical thing, but it is the spores that are creating some sort of effect. You don't know what that effect is or the origins of it. Um, but looking at the woman, very obviously, like, she's not made of spores. Some sort of magic is creating them as they're coming out of their hands, out of her hands, but... Um, can't pinpoint anything. I'm going to reach over and hold almost my hand <laughs> and just pat it. I'm breathing very heavily. Flynn, I'm going to have you give me an exact number, an exact number of minutes that you oh. are going to be waiting. Uh, 10 minutes. 10 minutes. They're still still doing it after 10 minutes. Um, has Oma fallen asleep yet? Uh, in 10 minutes? In 10 minutes. No. Probably not. Okay. In 10 minutes, I've gotten slightly more agitated. Yeah, same. I'm getting I'm kind of... I'm just holding your hand. I'm getting kind of antsy, mm-hmm. waiting. And I'm, I'm gonna flipping through the book it. and like, I'm not figuring it out. I'm completely mellow. This is... this is <laughs> I've, I've sat through all kinds of stuff like this. Comfortable. I pull out my... <laughs> uh, I pull out the other book, um, my spell book from the Iron Light, and I'll start flipping through that and like... I keep looking up. I look back, to shake my head, look back down, look, look back up again. <sighs> Shut my book. <laughs> Put it in my bag. <laughs> Put the other book in my bag. Leave my backpack there. Stand up. Start walking towards one of the empty spots. I'm going to lean over to Shreya. Do you think that little performance was for us? My eyes go really wide. I hope not. <laughs> uh, my eyes follow Flynn as he as he walks toward it and just my expression goes really white are you okay Shreya mm. I'm fine I'm okay this is as and I inhale deeply is there any resemblance to the root like is there is is the aroma that's in this room similar to the root at all oh um I'm gonna have you make Make a nature check. Uh, That is a 19. The smell is very similar. The smell, but it doesn't, like, the spores themselves don't look anything visually like the root. But you do get a smell somewhere in this room of of that same sort of smell. I kind of want to follow Flynn into the center. Or toward it. I worry about you, Shreya. But, uh, you know, seems harmless enough. I worry about me sometimes, too. Just just stay on the outer circle where there's an open space. Don't cause a fuss. Hey! I look, I do, my eyes widen, and I look. <laughs> Getting used to those knees already? Oh, maybe it's, maybe it's just inside now. Like, it's this is why you're so cranky. It's just who you are. Ah. Uh, uh, hey, that wasn't how I would have put it. 
All right, Flynn and Shreya, <laughs> you guys are going to sit in the circle? Yes. yes. Definitely. Okay. I want I just, to sit next to Flynn, though, because I, this is very uncomfortable. So I'm sitting in whatever spot is next to Flynn. Okay. Um, all right. You guys sit down and you start breathing in this dust. It's almost like sawdust in the air. You start breathing it in and it's uncomfortable for a second, but you get used to it very quickly. And you're sitting there and you look around and you see everyone else has their eyes closed. So you close your eyes. You sit there for a moment. You don't feel any different. You open your eyes again and you look around and you look back and Kellick and Ulmer are still there and you look to the sides and everyone is still there. So you close your eyes once again. And after like two minutes of sitting there with your eyes closed, not really feeling anything, you open your eyes again, but no one's there. The entire temple is empty. Flynn, you don't see Shreya. Shreya, you don't see Flynn. You don't see anyone else except one being. You both see yourselves standing in the center of that circle where that dwarven woman was. Just standing there. Uh, would, in terms of who I would see, would I see my former self or my current self? You would see Bird Shreya. Oh, yes. Okay. I, I, I like go back a little bit and uh, rear back but then after I rear back I slowly lean forward um, are, am I wearing the same clothes am I wearing anything different is it just what I usually wear it is your standard yeah what you usually wear am I chanting am I cast am I just standing still just standing there eyes open closed eyes open looking directly at you um, hi. Um, Do I hear this? Hi. <laughs> hi, I'm Flynn Fellowweave. No, I'm Flynn Fellowweave. Oh, really? Who are you? Who are you? This is so weird. Yeah. Um. And you can see he reaches his hand out to the side. His sword apparates into his hand. I try. Sword apparates <laughs> in your hand. I hold my hand up with the tattoos. He holds his hand up with the tattoos. What's my mom's name? Well, I'm not going to answer that. Why don't you answer that? Well, I'm not going to answer it. You answer it. Nora. What's my dad's name? Audrey. It's my dad, not your dad. Our dad? Our dad. How is this happening? I don't know. I stand up. Can I stand up? Yeah, you can stand up. Go over. Put my sword out and I poke the armor. And at the exact same time as you're approaching him, he's also approaching you with the sword. <laughs> and you sort of poke each other at the same time. Feels solid. Feels solid. Fucking strong. <laughs> that pack of muscle. Yeah. Thanks. I needed that. Um, <laughs> where are we? I was going to ask you the same thing. I just sat down and then I was standing here. In the temple? Yeah. 
Hey, like real close. Like look at. Is there anything different? Make in a perception check. Uh, eighteen. Nothing. Nothing. I don't know what to do. I don't either. Should we fight? I mean, that's one option. Do you want to duel? Practice? Why'd you let that sheep die? <sighs> Why'd you let it die? Apparently you're me. I let it die because I'm, I mean, just sort of a superior being. Mm. It was obviously, you know, me or the sheep, so. But if you were superior, you would be able to figure out how to destroy the demon without the sheep. Yeah, but who cares about the sheep? Just the sheep. You want me to get you another sheep? I can get you another sheep. Now I really want to fight you. I mean, you can. You're going to lose. Oh, is that true? Yeah. By the way, is this just audible to those, to this? Just a, this is just okay, happening great. in <laughs> Just had to double check. Yes, yes. <laughs> I tap my sword, rub fire across it, and attack him. Okay. Um, I'm going to have you uh, roll initiative. <laughs> it's a disadvantage, right? It's an ability check? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, not the greatest. Uh, nine? Nine. Okay. At the exact same time, yeah. he mimics oh, the same, so cool. same motion, <laughs> um, but he is just able to get the drop sure, on sure, you. Sure, 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 um, sure. And... Let's see. That was, was that you cast green flame blade? Yeah, or yeah, yeah. yeah. Blade? Green, green flame. I, I lit the flame. I drag it across the blade <laughs> as he does the same. And we both bring our swords down, his hitting. All right. So first. he uh, just gets the drop on you sure. and um, his sword comes down hitting you. Uh, well, he's going to make an attack roll first. That is going to be a 18 to hit. Um, That would hit. But I cast shield, baby. Okay, you cast shield. So nice. as that comes down, I see it. I raise my hand up, and, and that shimmering uh, force field briefly sh- shows and blocks it. <clears throat> and I come down with my attack. Okay, make an attack roll. Uh, that's just regular, yeah. Oh! <laughs> what was it? Natural 20. Natural yeah. 20. Let's okay. go. Yeah, Let's go. Hits. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, oh, that's, Ooh, a, that's a lot of damage. Um, okay, so that is. How can I not kill myself? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so it's thirteen plus a d8, so twenty-one points of damage to start, mm-hmm. plus rolling. Yes. <sighs> Do you need fire separate at all? Uh, Unless you have resistance to fire damage. I don't, but he can do some stuff. Um, that is <laughs> 29 points of damage total. Okay. Piercing in uh, fire. You stab him right through the <sighs> chest, and you can almost feel it break through on the other side. Do I feel anything? You do not feel anything, but you can see him wince and just 
fully take this damage and feel the pain. You can see it on his face. As he looks back up to you, and he takes his sword and he goes for another swing. Okay. That's going to be a 16 to hit. <sighs> shield again, baby. Okay. Another another four shield. Uh-uh. All right. Then I come down You're again. up once again. Uh, I will... Uh, I'm going to tap my side of my knee. One, two, three. I'm going to cast uh, Thunder Wave as I bring my foot down and smash it towards him to try and push him off balance. Okay. Um, so he needs to make a con save. Constitution save, sir. That is going to be a 17. Uh, that saves, but he still takes some damage. Okay. So he, he maybe he gets pushed back like a few inches, but he doesn't fall. And he takes uh, nine points, and then I think it's halved. Yeah, it's halved. So four, five, whatever. Okay. You, whatever you say it is. Nice. Okay. <laughs> and as he stumbles back, you sort of let go of your sword okay. in his chest. And as he falls back, he still has the sword in his chest. And he looks down at it. And he rips it out of his chest, taking the sword out. Moving it. Maneuvering it right above his heart. Looks at you. You're so weak. And he plunges the sword into his what? chest and completely disappears. Shreya, you open your eyes and see no one around you. See, the temple is empty. You see your bird self standing in the center of the room. I raise my hand and do a little bit of a wave and look in further. He does the exact same thing. Like in mirror image? In almost perfect mirror image, yeah. Uh, Are you me? Or am I you? I look back down. Well, I'm, I'm me, but I don't think I'm exactly the you that you are now. Where were you just now, right before this moment? I was sitting down. But before that? I was walking into the temple. Not before that? We were an oaken spire. Ugh. <laughs> I, put my head in my, I put my head in my hand. So I can't... I... And I look forward again, try to look through this image of myself. What do you know? Do you know anything that I don't know? Or do you know that you don't know? Well, how would I know what you know and what I don't know that you don't know? (laughs) Put my head in my hand again. (laughs) How do I find you? I'm not sure I understand the question. (laughs) How do I find you through me? I think I am you. I reach forward. I hold up my hands. I try to reach out to this image of myself. And I'm going to attempt to close my eyes in deep meditation and commune with the place that I draw my power from as I reach out toward myself okay um, I'm gonna have you make 
I'm going to make a nature check. Mm-hmm. That'll be... Uh, wait, as me or as... As you. As, as me. Bird Shrya. Okay. Uh, that's a six. Okay. Um, this is all very new to me. <laughs> as you do, um, you sort of reach your hand out and you open your eyes to see that the other you is also reaching out and has his eyes closed to open his eyes. See a little disappointment on his face, just as is probably going across your face. Mm. That's not how I wanted that to work. I feel just like you feel. This strange place that we're both in does this feel as alien to you as it does to me? It feels weird. I don't know if I like it. I do like it slightly. <laughs> I I jump I jump up into the air as if to try to fly into the top of the room. And then I look up to see if my mirror copy can do the same thing. But if they can actually fly. You can see he spreads his wings and begins to flap them and floats gracefully up off the air. Ah. Then I look up and I would want to go to the right and then I would want to go to the left and then I would want to do like a loop-de-loop through the ceiling. But in my body, I know I can't. But I... What's going on with the being? Just as you're imagining it, just as you're taking yourself through the motions, he's doing the exact same thing. But he's actually doing it. He's actually doing it. Oh, how I long. Oh, how I long to soar again. And as I, uh, as I look up and watch this being darting around the room, uh, in these different feats of flight, I'm going to watch myself aerially dance, uh, and that's going to occupy until I feel, uh, tired or, or, uh, maybe not tired, but until I am sated with watching what I formerly could do, and and once I lose it, as, as long as it takes for me to lose interest in this sort of strange puppeteering that I find I'm doing. It doesn't quite take you that long. You don't quite lose interest when your other self flies a little bit too low and flaps his wings a bit too hard, and wind gets into your eyes, and, and a little piece of dust, and you sort of close your eyes and you scratch it out and as soon as you open your eyes to look back it's not you anymore standing there you see a wood elf woman a woman with this long braided hair you see tattoos going down her face and down onto her arms you see a cloak with fur over her shoulders and a raven perched on top of her right one. Do I recognize this? Have I ever seen this being in my life? You've never seen this being, but she feels very comfortable. You. Are you still me in a different form? Who are you? I'd say the answer to that is yes. From a certain point of view. 
What brought you to this place? You did. Hey. You brought me here. I looked down at myself and back. What do you want? I'm not sure that I want anything. It's a difficult question, but I don't know. Where can I start? And your friend there, and I motioned toward the raven. Is that also you? It is me in the same way that you are me and that I am you. Do you know this place? Long ago, I used to. Do you feel at home here? Not anymore. Why have you appeared before me? Like I said, you brought me here. Just as you bring me everywhere you go. And I close my eyes, and I look down, and I look deep within myself. And I attempt to glean why I might have brought this person into existence in front of me. And as you do, you sort of center yourself and you open your eyes once more and you see everyone sitting around you. You see a dwarven woman in the center of a circle of people, arms stretched out, pores no longer, spores rather, no longer coming out of her hands. And you look next to you and you see Flynn there who also opens his eyes. I'm not weak! Whoa! Of course you're not. Oh. What? Who said you were? I look around. Um, no, no one. I I look up. Is the service still going? After You can see at this point, and the rest of you can also see, the dwarven woman dropping her hands down. Um, Spores no longer coming from her, her hands. And one by one, people begin opening their eyes. And this, this neutral expression that was brought across their faces begins to change. Some people begin smiling, looking to their neighbor and, and sort of putting their arms around them. Some people are beginning to cry and burst into tears. You see a wide range of, of emotions on display here. Well, um, should we go back to the group? I, yes, uh, I suppose so, but we are in this outer circle. I'm and I, as I look around and see what's going on, I'm gonna like feign uh, some kind of enlightenment and like high peak of emotion. Ah, that was beautiful. <laughs> and I'm gonna like throw my arms around around Flynn. I uh, look around to see if like we're like gelling. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it's touching. And as I, I want to look around for me, make a perception check. Kind of seems like it's over. Ah. <sighs> You do see people starting to stand up and, and walk around. Um, yeah, I've seen people become emotional over services, but this is striking. Fifteen. You see across the circle, as people are standing up, kind of difficult to see as, as there's a bunch of people moving around, you do see another halfling stand up and begin to walk out towards the back exit. I can't tell. Can't tell. I uh, 
leave Shreya's grasp and head towards the half. Okay. Push my way through the crowd. Excuse me. I thought I was Finn doing. I'm going to pick up the pace and try and catch up to the halfling. Okay. Um, he makes his way out the door. Mm-hmm. And Is this a different door than... A different door. It looks okay. like a smaller exit out sure. the back. Um, and as soon as you open the door, you see the park laid in front of you and a halfling walking away. Can I, if I could catch up, I would like to put my hand on his, on his shoulder and kind of turn him around. Okay. Um, very similar stature to you. Um, sort of a similar haircut. You could sort of yeah. see from the back. And as Definitely. I put my shoulder on, I, I, you see the beginnings of my sword being summoned. Okay. In my hand as I turn him around. But it's not you. And I dispel it so it doesn't bring my sword. Ah! Sorry, sir. And I say that in halfling. <laughs> that's, that's okay. Uh, a little shocking, but... I'm Flynn Fellowweave. Hi, Flynn Fellowweave. Um, if you don't mind, I just like to take some time for myself for of course, a couple of minutes course. here. That was amazing. What 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 was that? I like I first... said, I would like to take some time for myself. Of course. Um, if, if you don't mind. Sure, sure. I'm just trying to put things together. And just, you know. Aren't we all? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have a good day. All right. And I'll turn around and head back into the procession, into the thing, and just kind of find my group. Okay. All right, and you guys all meet up once more. What happened? Um, I'm still not sure. Shreya, what happened with you? I am also very confused. Uh, I I saw beings. One of them looked like myself. I don't know if it actually was myself, but it was off-putting but intriguing. This whole place and everything related to it. I still can't tell how I feel about it fully. Like you, you? Or like you, me? No, no, like, uh, point over to the body that's currently being <laughs> occupied by Kellick. Oh, I, I avert my gaze. <laughs> but but Kellick wasn't in it, right? It was, it was, it was, you, it was you. you. Well, I was speaking to myself or a copy of myself. I was still not, I, I put my uh, hands around my head and sort of shake my head around. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I kind of had the same thing. It was me. Um... Then we fought. Of course you did. <laughs> you you fought? Did you win? Of course I won. I'm strong. And I kind of looked to the ground. Yeah. But then I, you know, then they disappeared. If I look up, where's the dwarven woman? Uh, the dwarven woman is in the process of giving out some hugs to people who are walking up to her. A couple handshakes, some pats on the back. It seems like a, just a general embrace of what happened as a community there. Um... Can we make our way to her? Uh, I'm fine to do that. Are you two all right? Or do you yeah. need a moment? No, I think I'm all right. Are you okay? Yes, I... Yes, I... If someone else could do the talking with that person leading this, I would very much appreciate it. Uh, yes, Alma uh, and I can... Mm-hmm. Lead that front? Well, not not you. And I point over at Kellick. I don't want to have to... Well... I still feel a little bit like maybe, and I point at Oma and Oma Kellogg. Yeah, Oma Kellogg. Well, how about you? Is is that all right? Um, sure. Do, do I talk like this? No, Oma, just. How should I talk? Talk as yourself. We have to tell her the truth oh, anyway. Right. Okay. Okay, I can talk. Just embody the knees. 
I'm sorry. It's fine. Embody no. me? Yeah, ignore him. Embody? Oh. And I do a couple okay. of like springing motions uh, with my... These seem very easily, easily moving to me. In, they in are. In case you're wondering how they are right now. They're great. I know my knees are great. Uh, yeah, Not yeah. these ones. And that hasn't changed. Good. Okay. I'm going to make my way over to the dwarf. Okay. And we're all in tow behind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be the in last place, and I look back to our other two companions, and uh, I look back at them and sort of confusedly shrug. Oh, they yeah. come with are, us. Are they just chilling there? Are they coming with the captain and... Uh, oh, they're, they're sort of hanging back okay. a little bit. Um, I'll just hang back with them. Yeah, just like follow with them, like however far back they are from the group. I'll just chill with them so we can stay. Okay. All right. Um, as you approach, um, you hear the, the dwarven woman continuing to, oh, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. No, please. Please. No. It, it's, it, it's, it's, I, I'm, I'm happy that, that you got out of it what you wanted to get out of it. I'm just going to linger very close by so that when there's a break in conversation, I can sidle in. Okay. Um, and you actually don't really even get the opportunity for a break as she looks to you and um, looks down at your arm and says, ah, someone from one of our, uh, one of our brother temples. So, so, so nice to, to meet you. I don't think I've met you before. No, no, you, you haven't. Um, we're in a bit of a bind and we're hoping you could help us. Um, what kind of a bind? Um, it's a bit sensitive. So if you, if we can have a moment of your time once you finish up with your congregation, that, that would be awesome. Of course. I, I'd be willing to, to meet with, with anyone after service. Um, I'm just gonna finish saying goodbye to, to the rest of the people here and, um, I'll meet back up with you in a moment. Absolutely. We wouldn't want to interrupt you from your very important business, and I will just, like, step off to the side. Of course. Um, And you can see her, she's kind of looking at you a little strange. Um, Has a voice coming out (laughs) of the body. (laughs) I've just just been shaking my head disparagingly. (laughs) Um, But she finishes saying goodbye. The temple slowly clears out. um, And uh, just, like, different levels of of emotion from the people. But she seems relatively even keel. and after everyone leaves, she comes back up to you and says, what, what would I be able to help you all with? Yes, thank you. Um, as you can see, there's a bit of a mishap. I'm Alma, um, but I'm not Alma. And when, uh, and when she <laughs> says Alma, I'm just gonna like wave from the back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, um, you, you, you noticed the arm. Yeah, this of is Kellick's arm. That's my arm. Okay. Um, and 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 Kellick. Yeah, he 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 goes to one of your brother temples, uh, but they're not able to help us, and we were hoping maybe you could help us with a little um switch a ruby. How long have you been doing this for? <laughs> <laughs> What are your credentials? Do you have a resume we could? Did you go to school for this? That's, that's a lot of 
a lot of information to take in all at once. Um, uh, I've I've been in the worship and, and service of Emriel. I was called at the very beginning, um, and so I've I've been with Emriel for for a few decades now. Oh, that's so wonderful of you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, to be so steadfast, um, yeah. Um, we, uh, have, uh, an offering, uh, 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 in the interest of, uh, not leaving the empty-handed, uh, should we be, should you be able to help us? Flynn! Uh, yeah. What? The, the, the root, Flynn. The thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Put, <laughs> you see, I have my book out, and I, like, put it, put it away, pull my backpack out, pull out the root. Sniff it again. Yeah, here, here's your stinky root. And I'm- he means this is something that we would like to honor you with. Oh no offense, it doesn't smell good at all. Help. No, oh, okay. I agree. It's yeah, it's, it's pretty stinky. Terrible smelling root. Thank there you. you go. And thank you for joining us. I, I, yeah. I, I felt you join us a little bit late, but I'm, I'm very glad we got to connect. What was that? It was. Me? Many things for many different people. Huh. It's a it's a way that allows you to um, connect with yourself and 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 face things within your life, um, elevate you to to a higher sense of yourself, mm. and um, I I believe that's helpful for many people. Okay. Well, I'm from Fellow Eve. And I am not in a different body, so... But these two are, and I'll point back to the captain and... Uh, was it the first? One Prala. of the Prala, Prala. one of the deckhands. I'll point yeah. back to them, too, and be like... But they also need your help, if you can help. Um, okay. I, uh, I would be more than happy to to assist in yeah. whatever uh, way I can. We, have, we have something else that might help, too. And I produce the little metal... Shard. Where did you get that? Uh, we have friends in high places. But unfortunately not high enough to help us. Well, they're tired. <laughs> <laughs> we all are. <laughs> I... Wow. I've only heard about something like this. Wow. Can I... May I see it? Um, well, of course. She takes it. She she looks over it. Wow. This is incredible. And it's going to make what we're about to do much easier. Oh, you can help? I'll try. Oh, nice. For sure. Oh. My, my name is Joy, by the way. Joy. Hi, Joy. Joy Darkeen. You're bringing us a lot of joy. Well, I try to. Uh, I'm Kellek. That's Alma, Shia, and Flynn. As you've met, Just wave again, awkwardly. We'll get you. We'll get you all back where you need to be. You're actually in the right place. As Amriel is is the champion of natural order, and from what I can see, you all are not in natural order. <laughs> um, so I, I, I would awkwardly love to... shift my wing. I still haven't learned how to extend it. <laughs> I'd love to help get anything just back on track the way it's supposed to be that's that's what i feel my purpose is here so if you wouldn't mind 
I, I don't think right here is, is the best place to do this. Um, we have a, an area downstairs that's on a uh, little bit more of a magical ground, if you would mind accompanying me to that. Absolutely. Okay. As she leads us, can I make a spooky vibes check? Hey. Hey. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, spooky yeah. vibe. You don't trust her? <laughs> she gives me spooky. Oh, her name's hell of Joy, a role. and she's super happy. And she's so soothing. Well, yeah. she follows the natural order. Wouldn't you be soothed too? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just whiz. Uh, yes. Twenty-two. Um. <sighs> 22. So you would get, and just with her her exchange with Flynn there, you would understand that anyone who she has in her service there, there's some sort of like emotional connection that she feels there. So her sort of quiet reservation isn't necessarily spooky as much as it is after a service like that. She's got 400 people whose emotions she's connecting with. And so, like, this is her sort of trying to recenter herself, find herself back in, in her own emotions um, for the moment, um, which is a little bit off-putting, but yeah. not malicious. But not this, in is, any way. this is the first time we've done a spooky vibes yeah. where it's not spooky. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Is it the first yeah. failed spooky vibes check? <laughs> or the or first was negative it, was spooky failed? vibes check? It yeah. <laughs> it's just that you can, you can sense just a little bit of, like, emotional exhaustion mm-hmm. um, instead of any necessarily spooky vibes. Um, but uh, yeah, so she uh, she takes you towards the back of the temple um, and right next to the door that you exit out of, there is another oh, door. Okay. Um, and she opens up that door. You guys walk downstairs and um, as you guys do, it is uh, like very beautifully lit down here. It is um, a little bit basement-esque. Um, with uh, just stone walls, stone floors, and everything, um, but it is it is lit with different colored torches, um, at which are kind of dancing off of the walls. It, it looks very beautiful down here. And um, as you guys are walking in, you walk down um, sort of this this long uh, corridor and open up into a much larger room. Um, you can see that there are even though no natural sunlight comes down here. You can see plants all adorning the walls here, but they look very meticulously kept. Um, you can see that there are these pillars in the middle of the uh, in the middle of the room that are just sort of structural pillars. Um, and then you can see uh, a little ways in front of you, sort of halfway through the room, it sort of elevates a little bit. And there's two sets of stairs on either side that leads up to an elevated platform where you can see um, more of a shrine area. Um, and what is... Shraya, you would expect to see a statue of Ilduria there. It is very sort of nature-based and symbolic, but instead um, you see a golden statue of a tiefling, uh, what appears to be a, a male tiefling, and um, standing there very stoic, and as she brings you in, she sort of ushers you all up onto this centralized platform. And it is raised and elevated a little bit. One quick question about yeah. that shrine. Uh, does it look like in what surrounded it, like a statue to Eldoria might have been there at one point based on what surrounds it? Or is it just a completely different type of shrine? Um, make a religion check. Sure. 
I'm gonna switch die. <laughs> uh, that is a yeah. That's a two once again. That's a two Maybe to the new die. Um, yeah. you can't really tell. You don't. Um, I mean, it seems sort of like that the statue is new, but the last time that a statue to Eldoria could have possibly been there was 30 years ago. So it's been some time. Um, but as you guys walk in, uh, you guys enter on sort of this lower platform and Joy walks up to the upper platform and sort of ushers you um, and, and motions for you guys to go into this central sort of circle. Um, <laughs> as you guys look around, is there anything you want to do before you actually go towards... Um, is she ushering uh, the captain and... Uh, Prala and the captain Prala. are there as well. Yeah. And so this is essentially, it's like the people that need to be body swapped need to go into that central area. It seems that she's, yeah, ushering everyone who needs to be put back into place up there. Uh, I'll raise my hand. Um, Where should I go? You can stand wherever you'd like. Um, Do you need help? I just prefer nothing in between me and and uh, okay. this platform here. Um, I'll just stand here then. Let's like stand next to a pillar. Uh, do you know? Is there? Can you explain what exactly is gonna happen here? Well, um, from my perspective, um, basically, I'm going to begin the ritual, and I'm gonna have you all be within this circle. Um, I'm going to pluck all of your souls from your bodies not going to be painful at all um, but I, I pretty much take them all at once and then one by one I will put them into the correct vessel um, this ensures that we don't get another swap that uh, instead of this body you end up in uh, his body or her body and not the correct one that you are meant to go into sounds good let's do it and I pipe up really quickly but before we do this hi I'm Shra. Oh, you get it. Uh, and I walk up. Before we do this, I want to make sure I'm not bringing anyone else along for this ride. Uh, I, in the ceremony, I, I saw, I saw a being, a elven woman with a raven on her shoulder, and I, I don't know if I'm carrying this being with me right now. I, I hope, I hope this doesn't throw a wrench into anything. <gasps> I'm sorry, can you describe that woman one more time for me? Shraya! I, I just want everything to go according to plan. Yeah, it was, I think he saw my mother. Um, it's okay. That's right. Uh, I mean, not almost, my mother, but I mean, I mean, I mean. The, the mother of the body that he's in, maybe it was a vestige of his previous, of the owner I, of the, the body itself. Do I, do I see them making like bristly at me? <laughs> like, like that just happened? One you don't even, flying out you don't even need to I make a check. roll for it. No, they are, yes. I get that the message. Oh, I think it was more like my, my mother since it was, I also saw a mere copy of myself. I think it was my mother. There's no chance that I'm going to turn into my mother, is there? <laughs> Shreya, make a deception check at Ooh. advantage. On, on Olma's On Olma's right? stats, yeah. That's good. Advantage is uh, 17. Plus your plus your deception. It's real high, so yeah. that's a five or yeah, five or a six. So seventeen plus five or six. I would imagine that's <laughs> that's sufficient. Um, yeah, who knows? Yeah. She, uh, you can tell she is still keeping a close eye on you, but she seems to have, for the most part, dismissed <laughs> it. Um, okay, 
Um, no, you will not be turning into your mother. Oh, thank goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Um, Is there any other concerns of people turning into their family members mm -mm, or anyone mm -mm, else? mm -mm. Uh, What are the risks? Is there some way that we could end up as deformed sheep with horns? Per se? No. Right. Silly question. The the risks here, um, obviously, if, if we don't see this ritual through, um, the risks are possible um, swaps into different bodies that I had explained before. Um, the risks are maybe possibly being locked into the, the bodies that you are currently in. Um, and there is a possibility that um, your soul might just be dispersed into the air around us. Um, but that's only if the the ritual is not completed. Great, so, solid. I um, we don't have any other solutions. So let's, right. let's do it, Captain. Just uh, just one thing before we start. Just <laughs> I'm going to attempt to to fly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh sweet. Okay. I instinctively um, hold my arms out as I see it. <laughs> Um, make a, uh, oh, what is this check? Make either athletics or acrobatics. Okay. Ah, 22, baby! 22. Nice. Um, as you feel the air underneath your wings, you feel yourself float up off of the ground. You're a lot lighter than you thought you'd be, and you make your way a couple of feet up off the ground. I'm doing it! Yeah, you are! (laughs) (laughs) All right, buddy. Well done. Okay, all right. That's enough excitement. Let's get to the, you know, regular affair of swapping our souls into different bodies. Proud of you. <sighs> you looked good doing it, too. Oh, thank you, Shrey. Anyone else? No, I just want my body back. These knees hurt. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so, um, what's going to happen is I'm going to have all of you stand up on this platform. Um, the floor beneath you is most likely going to begin glowing. That is not any sign for concern. That is a sign uh, that it is actually working. Um, And it should only take a couple of minutes. I'm not exactly sure. I can't um, pinpoint exactly how long it's going to take. But once it is started, um, you will need to be in the circle when the spell completes. Um, Otherwise, side effects may occur. Um, And... uh, Hopefully by the end of this, you'll all be in the correct order. Um, what I'm going to be doing is um, basically taking this this little piece of metal that you found, um, and or that, that you have, rather, and um, this is, is a very special piece of metal. It, uh, it allows me to, to sort of open channels, gateways into other planes, And with this one in particular, this opens to the plane of air. And um, I I assume maybe, well, maybe not not you, but the one that was formerly the Aarakocra might have a little experience with. Um, But just opening a slight rift, and that will allow me to take the power of of the, the plane of air and elevate your souls up out of your bodies. It gives it a little bit of a lift, a little bit of a push. Um, so I don't have to necessarily extract as much. Um, but then once your souls are, are swapped, 
we should be able to to close that uh, the the rift, and we can be on our way. Does that sound good to everyone? Yes, let's do it. Let's do it immediately. All we have to do is stay inside the circle. Right? Stay inside the circle, and um, it uh, it's imperative that once the the spell itself completes, um, that uh, you must you must be in the circle. Um, if you, it's 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 a bit of a I have no other word to describe for it. Whirlwind. Um, there is going to be some some air, most likely flowing from the plane of of air. Um, if you get knocked out of the circle, just get back in as soon as you can. You need to uh, basically spend more time in the circle than out of it uh, for this to work. At the mention of whirlwind, I go to my bag and I slowly pull out the rope of friendship and kind of hold it up and look at Trya slash Kellick. Guys, need something to hold on to? Um, is there any way to tie it to the pillars on either side of the circle and then we could hold on to like the center of it? Is it long enough to go from one pillar to the X to like go right through the how circle? Long, how long is the. Um, it's the a rope? typical rope of uh, like, like 50, 50 feet, I think. 50 feet. I think yeah, we may have feet. cut a little bit off of it though, did yeah. we? I think we cut like a, a few. So maybe it's like 45. 40 feet. Okay. Um, Let me look, actually. When you guys... I'm going to have... Just because if you have a note of it, then we can go by that. If not, I'm going to roll a d12 to see how many sure. feet of it Yeah, just do off. that. I, I think it was... It wasn't a lot of feet because I, I don't think... Well, I mean, I have rope too, though. I have rope too, it's so... the rope of friendship, though. Okay. Feet. Okay, if, if you have another rope, then it'll be fine. Um, yes, you would... Uh, you would just be able to... It's about 30 feet in between them, and then you would need a couple feet to wrap around and tie it. So, yeah, you would be able to, to get there, for sure. So, if you guys want to do that? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'll, uh, yeah, so I'll go... Actually, I'll, I'll go to the, the one that's on the northern pillar, uh, like, two over. Uh, or, yeah, I'll just move over closer to uh, Joy. I'll tie to that one and then kind of walk around the pillar and tie to the one south of that and kind of tie it up. Gotcha. So, um, everyone else, are you guys hopping in on this platform? Mm -hmm. yeah. I will stand next to Joy within 10, 5, 10 feet, maybe around the pill, around the uh, statue, and just kind of stand there just in case she needs help with anything. Okay. Um, you are standing in the corner. Perfect, yeah. And, and I'm going to hang on um, with both arms to the rope. Okay. Um, and as you guys all, it's a little bit cramped, but you guys are all able to sort of <laughs> yeah, what is it? fit on here. Six people. Five people. Five people on this platform. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you guys all, all get there. And um, you see uh, Joy actually walk to the back towards where Flynn is. And there's a little um, side table. And it looks like a little thing of tea. And she goes over and um, she just takes a sip of it. And you can see Flynn right next to the tea is like the, the small little pieces, the remains yeah. of what used to be the root. Yeah. Um, uh, of another root, not the one that you just. Oh, gave okay. Her. Um, and uh, she takes the tea and she sips it and <sighs> takes a deep breath. She walks back over towards the platform, and she takes out the piece of metal, and she waves it through the air, and she sort of makes a vertical line, and you can see that the um, the metal almost like cuts through the air and opens this vertical rift. 
And you guys look beyond and you can see through this rift in space, clouds and blue sky. But these clouds are moving at impossible speeds and you can actually see with your own eyes the wind moving back and forth um, as she opens up to the plane of air. Um, An immediate gust of wind hits you guys and you're all sort of shaken there for a second. Um, I'm going to have everyone make a uh, strength saving throw for me, except for Flynn. Um, is it at advantage because of the rope? <laughs> that is at advantage with hey, the rope. Hey, rope, rope of friendship. Rope of friendship. Uh, what? Strength saving throw? Strength saving throw. Which myself. Damn you, Shia. <sighs> 13. 13? Seven. Seven? Uh, nine. Nine. Okay. Um, Kellick, you're able to, to hold on to the rope. Um, but Shreya and Olma, you guys are knocked back and are not uh, on the platform anymore. As you see the glowing runes just beneath you begin to light and the entire platform glows this blue and white color, um, you sort of lose focus for a second and this gust of wind pushes you back. And uh, you are actually just barely pushed off of this um, this platform. I use a reaction to try to leap back in. Okay. Um, you guys are sort of knocked down prone onto the ground. And Joy says, as, as she sort of speaks up and, and goes to you, the, the, the spell hasn't officially started yet, so it... Quickly, quickly, back on the platform. Back on the platform. Yeah, I'll use half my movement to get up and half of it to get back in the circle. Same. Okay. Um, you guys see that the the circle itself um, is on sort of the, the elevated portion of it. Um, and so you can't quite hop back on. You would need to climb up onto the platform. But you're able to both. How, high, how high is it again? Off the ground? Um, it is about seven feet oh, off of the ground. Okay, and was it always that high, or did it raise? Yes, it was always that high. And as you guys got to the top platform, you okay. guys went up the stairs to get. To um, it. Seeing that they got knocked off on the opposite side, I would like to move if I could around to that sure. side, just in case they get pushed out again that way. Maybe I can help assist them. So I'll stand there. Okay. Um, as I climb up uh, and vault myself up onto the, the the circle, I almost overshoot as. I'm just drawn to wherever the source of this rift is uh, opening up from. Okay. Um, and uh, Joy says, okay, now that's should be the last of it. Um, just stay in the circle as long as you can. I'm, I'm going to start the spell now. And the glowing grows even brighter, and the rip and the tear in space grows even wider, and you guys can sort of feel yourselves being elevated as the wind itself from beyond this tear seems to form and the air and the clouds themselves begin Mm -hmm. to move through Mm -hmm. the rift. What? And Flynn, directly next to you, you can see this smoke and fog beginning to form into this giant creature. (laughs) And you can see the same sort of thing happening up next to the platform (laughs) as two air elementals begin to form and the just the whirlwind that they create from 
uh, coming into this room is almost enough to knock you guys off of the platform, but you're able to just just hold on as you see these whirling clouds and they, what you can only determine might be a face looks to all of you. And as they move forward towards you, that's where we're going to end this session. Is that supposed to happen? Guys, I think we got problems. All right. Um, that's where we're going to call it with two air <laughs> elementals uh, coming into this room. Um, we're going to call it right there. Thank you all so much for listening, and we can't wait to see you all again next week. Bye, nerds. That's Bye, nerds. Bye, nerds. Bye, nerds. <laughs> hey, nerds. It's Shane. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please give us a like, a rating, a review, a follow, if that's the kind of app you're using. Uh, we would really appreciate that, and it would help us out a lot, uh, turning more people on to this little show we're making. Uh, you can also check us out on YouTube, Venture Forth D&D. Uh, we are putting out, you know, just um, hour-long pieces of music. They're, the pieces aren't an hour long themselves. They're roughly eight minutes, uh, but they're looped for an hour, so you can use them for your game without having to worry about uh, switching to another thing. Uh, and also, uh, we just put up a uh, behind the scenes of uh, the making of Harken Back. Uh, so if you want to watch me struggle, uh, that is available for your perusal. Uh, hope you enjoy and have a great one. Bye, nerds. <laughs>